Welcome back to YAY2K. I'm Rachel. I'm Maddie. It's Thursday. Yeah, it's Thursday again. And we're feeling crazy. Podcasts only happen on days of the week that start with T. It's <laughs> true. Editing only happens on days that start with E. E? Yep. None. Yeah, <laughs> like, oh. There's not a day of the week that starts with E, no. Yeah. Every day. There was the NYT Mini. Uh-huh. Um, I stared at it for just a second too long. It was like, the only day that's five letters long. And I was like, oh, today. Oh. Yeah, that's why I don't do well with crosswords. <laughs> I get really confused. But no, they're kind of, it's kind of like with connections, how your brain just starts thinking different, and then you're like, oh, I yeah. get it. Yeah, I could get better. That's why I'm doing the mini every day. We're big on the NYT games here. Yeah. Um, specifically, connections, the mini tiles. Mm-hmm. Tiles, yesterday's tile, crazy. I didn't do it, no. It hurt my eyes. Like, I was like... They need to have archives for all the games. Yeah, I don't know why they don't. And then I, Contexto, that's another favorite. It's not an NYT game, but... That one hurts my brain. I love it. That, <laughs> one, has, that one has an archive, though, so we can play it forever. Okay. Wait, I didn't realize there was a daily one. Yeah. Oh. I thought it was just, like, a random... No, there's a daily, and then there's an archive. Okay. Yeah. That's, I must have played out of the archive, then, because I was just going... Yeah, probably. Um, I also like Spelling Bee. That one's fun. I haven't played that one. That one's fun. We'll get on it. Every now... I mean, with the app, I just go through and I just do all of them. Yeah. Except I don't do the Sudoku every day. Yeah. I am bad at Sudoku. I love Sudoku, but I have to be in the mood for it. Yeah. Like, I, and then I'm fiending for Sudoku. Yeah. I get that. Um, the letterboxed? Every now and then I'll attempt that one. But that one hurts my brain a little. Because yeah. you always end up, like, with a... It ends in V, and you're like, oh, what? <laughs> oh. <laughs> I gotta think of more Neve words. from Catfish. <laughs> yeah. That ends in B. Yeah. He was on our trivia the other week. He was. <laughs> what a win for us. King. 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 We love Catfish here. Yeah. Yeah. There's been too many times lately where I've started a story with, I was watching this episode of Catfish. Because <laughs> it's been big in the household. Yeah. Sure has. Sure has. Um, speaking of Catfish. Catniss. Catniss. Can fish with an arrow? With an arrow, <laughs> she, spear fishing. That's a thing. Fishing. That is the thing. People are pulling fish out of the water that have just an arrow sticking out of their eye, and they're like, "Candace was here." Yeah, <laughs> she's got to be close. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. What else has been going on? The TikTok has been popping off over on Why I Why to K Pod. Yeah, so. as it should. If you aren't there, what are you doing? If you came from there, hello. Hey. It's nice up? to see you but again. It's <laughs> nice to see you. You're joining at a weird time, but yeah, we're mid-book. We're also maybe getting the fear that we will get like in trouble for the podcast. Yeah, we're a little nervous. So, I mean, we might just keep chugging along or we might change the format a little. We'll Who's see. To say? We'll see. Who's Obviously, we do not own Hunger at the Hungry. We do not. Yeah. Suzanne can have it. No, she it's all hers. It. She's made enough money from it anyway, let's be real. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, yeah. Yeah, so just, everybody, let's just be cool about this. Yeah, please don't call the cops. <laughs> please, no. Please. Please. We're too young. Way too young. We're, like, not that young. Way too young. We're young, but younger people have been in jail. Younger people have been in jail. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> um... Why don't we just 
it and <laughs> Let's do it. get into it, yeah. <laughs> Chapter 17. The impact with the hard-packed earth of the plane knocks the wind out of me. My backpack does little to no... My backpack does little to soften the blow. Fortunately, my quiver has caught in the crook of my elbow, sparing both itself and my shoulder, and my bow is locked in my grasp. The ground still shakes with explosions. I can't hear them. I can't hear anything at the moment, but the apples must have set off enough mines, causing debris to activate the others. I managed to shield my face with my arms as shattered bits of matter, some of it burning, rain down around me. An acrid smoke fills the air, which is not the best remedy for someone trying to regain the ability to breathe. After about a minute, the ground stops vibrating. Kenneth didn't bring her inhaler. <laughs> she did. I don't. Yeah, what happens if you got asthma and you're in the arena? Oh, they will just let you die. Or you get type 1 diabetes. <laughs> they just let you die. No insulin for you. They never talk about diabetes in the Hunger Games. They don't. It definitely exists. There's no way they just cured it. I mean, I... No. Oh, okay. I don't believe it. <laughs> what, they cure type 1 diabetes, but they're going to make kids... Well, never mind. <laughs> I mean, mean, that is accurate. (laughs) It would be society. But the thing is, if they had a cure for type 1 diabetes, it would not, it would just be in the capital. You know what I mean? It wouldn't affect, like, District 12. So then, you know. They don't talk about a lot of ailments besides the cold cough. Yeah. No, they're healthy. (laughs) (laughs) Healthiest country in the world. (laughs) I roll on my side and allow myself a moment of satisfaction at the sight of the smoldering wreckage that was recently the pyramid. The queers are unlikely to salvage anything out of it. She blew up the pyramid? Yeah. The Great Pyramid? Yeah, that was, that was bad of her. Uncalled for. Ruining history. Yeah. All the, all the work those aliens did to make those pyramids. <laughs> yeah. Just demolish. Just throw out the documentary footage. It's worthless. <laughs> worthless. I'd better get out of here, I think. They'll be making a B... Not a baby. No, uh-uh. <laughs> Mm-mm. They'll be making a beeline for the place. But once I'm on my feet, I realize escape may not be so simple. I'm dizzy. Not the slightly wobbly kind, but the kind that sends the trees swooping around you and causes the earth to move in waves under your feet. I take a few steps and somehow wind up on my hands and knees. I wait a few minutes to let it pass, but it doesn't. Panic begins to set in. I can't stay here. Flight is essential, but I can neither walk nor hear. I place a hand to my left ear, the one that was turned toward the blast, and it comes away bloody. Have I gone deaf from the explosion? The idea frightens me. I rely as much on my ears as my eyes as a hunter, maybe more at times, but I can't let my fear show. Absolutely, positively, I am live on every screen on Penem. No blood trails, I tell myself, and manage to pull my hood over my head, tie the cord under my chin with uncooperative fingers. That should help soak up the blood. I can't walk, but can I crawl? I move forward tentatively. Yes, if I go very slowly, I can crawl. Most of the woods will offer insufficient cover. My only hope is to make it back to Rue's cops and conceal <laughs> myself in greenery. I can't get caught out here on my hands and knees in the open. Okay. Okay. Two <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, no, Candace, you can't be all fours in the arena. <laughs> Second thing. Why is she saying no blood? Like, I can't leave a blood trail. Are they going to DNA? There's an explosion happening. Yeah, what? I mean, it's like, I get it, she doesn't want to be known, but I'm like... Okay, you're there's burning ash falling around you. Obviously, someone was there, right? Yeah. They're not gonna like swab your blood off the ground and then be like to be able to tell it yeah. was you. Yeah, uh, you know she's a hunter. What is this? She's a hunter, so 
anyway, <laughs> she is a hunter. She's Not like, only... they might drink the blood and get really strong. <laughs> right. Not only will I face death, it's sure to be a long and painful one at Cato's uh, hand. The thought of yeah, if he catches you on all fours. Yeah. So, okay. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> It'd be bad. Come on. <laughs> the thought of Prim having to watch that keeps me dodgedly inching my way toward the hideout. Another blast knocks me flat on my face. Ouch. A stray mine set off by some collapsing crate. This happens twice more. I'm reminded of those last few kernels that burst when Prim and I pop corn over the fire at home. Not the popcorn <laughs> metaphor. Suzanne <laughs> said, I'm going to hit him with something a little different. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone likes popcorn. Let's, let's put it in. Mm-hmm. Um, so I go to the movies every Tuesday now. And I got, I got a large popcorn this past time because we were going to do that instead of dinner with the timing. Um, I feel like I smelled like popcorn for hours. And that's not a bad thing. I just... I love the popcorn smell. It reminded like, me... You know when you go to Coney Island and you leave and you smell like Coney Island? Yeah. So Was the, it that vibe? Yes, kind of. Except I have a weird... With the popcorn smell. Because mm-hmm. they're... I, I believe it's like the Wolverines... At the zoo, when they pee, it smells like popcorn. What are you talking there's like a, about? There's like a certain animal that when they pee, it kind of smells like popcorn. I've never heard that in my life. Oh. Well, sometimes... Well, oh, now that's... I'm like, I smell like animal pee. No, you smell like popcorn. Delicious, no, crunchy yeah. popcorn. It's like something very specific. That's interesting. I can't wait to look this up later. Because <laughs> yeah. I'm very Should you, you Just look it up now. <laughs> Okay, update. We Googled it. It's not Wolverine pee. In fact, it's just bear cat, natural scent. Yeah, and if you look up bear cat, which I implore that you do, um, it looks like the Lorax. <laughs> He's kind of got a little mustache. They're funky looking, but they smell like popcorn, and I wish that were me. So, yeah. They got that over me. Part of our YY2K world tour field trip will go sniff bear cats. For sure. Yeah, for <laughs> yeah. sure. Yeah. To say I make it in the nick of time is an understatement. I have literally just dragged myself into the tangle of bushes at the base of the trees when there's Cato barreling onto the plane, soon followed by his companions. His rage is so extreme it might be comical, so people really do tear out their hair and beat that ground with their fist if I didn't know it was aimed at me at what I had done to him. Add that to my proximity, my inability to run or defend myself, and in fact, the whole thing has me terrified. I'm glad my hiding place makes it impossible for the cameras to get a close shot of me because I'm biting my nails like there's no tomorrow. (laughs) Me every day at work. (laughs) (laughs) Please. Gnawing off the last bits of nail polish, trying to keep my teeth from chattering. The boy from District 3 throws stones into the runes and must have declared all the mines activated because the careers are approaching the wreckage. Cato has finished the first phase of his tantrum and takes out his anger on the smoking remains by kicking open various containers. The other tributes are poking around in the mess, looking for anything to salvage, but there's nothing. The boy from District 3 has done his job too well. This idea must occur to Cato, too, because he turns on the boy and appears to be shouting at him. The boy from District 3 only has time to turn and run before Cato catches him in a headlock from behind. I can see the muscles ripple in Cato's arms as he sharply jerks the boy's head to the side. Ooh. Doesn't he do it so quick in the movie? He literally just walks up and is like... Yeah. He's like... From the headlock from behind, just I'm picturing the full Nelson. Yeah, that's what it is. That's it, for sure. Death Nelson's him. (laughs) It's that quick, the death of the boy from District 3. 
The other two careers seem to be trying to calm Kato down. I can tell he wants to return to the woods, but they keep pointing at the sky, which puzzles me when I realize. Of course, they think whoever set the explosions off is dead. They don't know about the arrows and the apples. They assume the booby trap was faulty. Booby! <laughs> but that the tribute who blew up the supplies was killed doing it. If there was a cannon shot, it would have been easily lost in the subsequent explosions. The shattered remains of the thief were moved by hovercraft. They retired to the far side of the lake to allow the game makers to retrieve the body of the boy from District 3, and they wait. I suppose a cannon goes off. A hovercraft appears and takes the dead boy. The sun dips below the horizon. Night falls. Up in the sky, I see the seal and know the anthem must have begun. A moment of darkness. They show the boy from District 3. They show the boy from District 12, who must have died this morning. Then the seal reappears. Wait, what? The boy from District 12? Yeah, I don't remember. That would be PETA. Oh, 10. Got okay. It. okay. They show the boy from District 10. He must have died this morning. Okay. <clears throat> I'm, I can't read. And then the seal reappears, so now they know. The bomber survived. In the seal's light, I can see Kato and the girl from District 2 put on their night vision glasses. The boy from District <laughs> 1. <laughs> yeah, it's too silly. Like, <laughs> the boy from District 1 ignites a tree branch from for a torch, illuminating the grim determination on all their faces. Through the careers stride back into the woods to hunt. The dizziness has subsided while my left ear is still deafened. I can hear a ringing in my right, which seems a good sign. There's no point in leaving my hiding place, though. I'm about as safe as I can be here at the crime scene. They probably think the bomber has two or three hour lead on them. Still, it's a long time before I risk moving. The first thing I do is dig out my own glasses and put them on, which relaxes me a little to have at least one of my hunter's senses working. My hunter senses. Not just her senses. No. Her hunter senses. Yeah, it's her special upgrade. I drink some water and wash the blood from my ear, fearing the smell of meat will draw unwanted predators. Fresh blood is bad enough. I make a good meal out of the greens and roots and berries ruin I gathered today. Where is my little ally? Did she make it back to the rendezvous spot? Is she worried about me? At least this guy has shown we're both alive. I run through the surviving tributes on my fingers. The boy from one, both from two, Foxface, both from 11 and 12, just eight of us. The bedding must be getting really hot in the capital. They must be doing special features on each of us now, probably interviewing our friends and family. It's been a long time since a tribute from District 12 made it into the top eight. Now there are two of us. Although from what Cato said, Pete is on his way out. Not that Cato is the final word on anything. Didn't he just lose his entire stash of supplies? He's going to go back and eat pita. Oh. Pita bread? Pita bread. I wonder if he tastes like pita bread. For sure. He's got that baker DNA. He definitely smells like bread. I know. His hair probably smells like bread. (laughs) He puts yeast in it every morning instead of dry shampoo. (laughs) Oh my god. His hair's just growing. He's growing (laughs) yeast in his hair. It's really he keeps the sourdough starter. (laughs) Um. <laughs> he keeps it in his belly button. Loaf of sourdough just has hair in it. <laughs> like, Peter, you have to stop putting in your hair. <laughs> They're like, damn, this starter's really alive. Hate <laughs> you. Peter, yeah. do you have lice? What's going on? Can you wash your hair? He's like, I would never wash the, the starter. <laughs> never. The mother. Never. Let the 74th Hunger Games begin, Kato, I think. Let them begin for real. Yeah. You tell him. A cold breeze has sprung up. I reach for my sleeping bag before I remember I left it with Rue. I was supposed to pick up another one, but what with the mines and all, I forgot. I begin to shiver. 
Since roasting overnight in a tree isn't sensible anymore, I scoop out a hollow under the bushes and cover my face with leaves and pine needles. <laughs> Just tucking in for bed. <laughs> leaves. She's got, what, leaves. She's got two leaves like over her eyes. Like, it's an eye mask. Slices. Yeah, it's just a little mask. It's good for inflammation. She, she does the mud. She did her gua sha. She's got her leaves. She's like, mm, good night. <laughs> she's like beauty before everything. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> I, I will not be going to bed without my nighttime routine. Mm-mm. She's not giving up her skincare in the arena. No. Uh-uh. Mm-mm. Absolutely not. I'm still freezing. I lay my sheet of plastic over my body and position my <laughs> backpack to block the wind. It's a little better. <laughs> this is so sad. It's a little better. It's like when you sleep over someone's house and you don't have a blanket. <laughs> yeah. You're under the, the, the rug. The sheet of blanket. Or sheet of what? The sheet of plastic. Yeah. Yeah, you're like under the carpet. Mm-hmm. In their like, oh, this is great. Yeah, yeah, no, this is fine. The I, pe- you have the thin pillow that they pulled out the closet somewhere, uh, and you're like, yeah, yeah. You know, it is what it is. At least you get a pillow. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Better than some sleepovers I've had. I literally slept under your bed. Do you remember that? <laughs> I slept on the floor in your dorm under your bed. Yeah. Was there like anything on the ground? No. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Oh, it's okay. There's lights under I there, though. I can sleep anywhere, so... Well, I used to be able to sleep anywhere. Yeah. But... We were crazy back then. We were crazy back then. Sleeping under a half-lofted bed yeah, is it cracked. Wild. It was wild. But at least no one stepped on me. It's true. That was out of the way. Yeah. Um, I did have little lights under there, because I was like, it could be like a reading knock. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then I was like, wow, it sucks being yeah. under here. Yeah. Mine was like that, too. I was like, I'm going to go under it. And I was like, no, I'm not. <laughs> No. I'm not. I begin to have more sympathy for the girl from District 8 that lit the fire that first night, but now it's me who needs to grip my teeth and tough it out until morning. More leaves, more pine needles. I pull my arms inside my jacket and tuck my knees up to my chest. Somehow I drift off to sleep. That kind of is a sleigh. I would never sleep here. Well, I guess you're so exhausted you probably would. Your body, yeah, forced shut down. Your body's like shut down. Mm Mm-hmm. When I open my eyes, the world looks slightly fractured, and it takes a minute to realize that the sun must be well up, and the glass is fragmenting my vision. As I sit up and remove them, I hear a laugh somewhere near the lake and freeze. <laughs> the laugh's distorted, but the fact that it registered at all means I must be regaining my hearing. Yes, my right ear can hear again, although it's still ringing. As for my left ear, well, at least the bleeding has stopped. I peer through the bushes, afraid that the careers have returned, trapping me here for an indefinite time. No, it's Foxface standing in the rubble of the pyramid, laughing. She's smarter than the Creers, actually finding a few useful items in the ashes. A metal pot, a knife, blade. I'm perplexed by her amusement until I realize that with the career stores eliminated, she might actually stand a chance. Just like the rest of us, it crosses my mind to reveal myself and enlist her as a second ally against the pack. But I rule it out. There's something about that sly grin that makes me sure that befriending Foxface would ultimately get me a knife in the back. Mm-hmm. Literally and figuratively, because you know she's gossiping. <laughs> With that in mind, this might be an excellent time to shoot her. But she's heard something, not me, because her head turns away towards the drop-off and she sprints for the woods. I wait. No one. Nothing shows up. Still, if Foxface thought it was dangerous, maybe it's time for me to get out of here, too. I'm cackling at the ally, too. I should just shoot her. Yeah, she's like, maybe I should kill her. Maybe. Hmm. I mean, Weighing the two options. Yeah. Besides, I'm eager to tell Rue about the pyramid. 
Since I have no idea where the careers are, the route back by the stream seems as good as any. I hurry, loaded bow in one hand, a hunk of cold grusling in the other, <laughs> because I'm famished now. And you know she got that thang on her. <laughs> grusling. It's melting in her hand. Yeah. The, the grease is all congealed. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and not just for leaves and berries, but for fat and protein in the meat. She wipes the grease off with, like, lip gloss. She's like, Mm -hmm. No dry lips here. She's like, does her under the eyes. Trying to get rid of the bags. (laughs) I'm doing a hair mask. (laughs) Katniss, why is your hair, like, dripping wet and in a claw clip? But she's like, you know. It's just an oil. I just let it set overnight. I I can only wash it in, like, two more hours. (laughs) Please. The trip to the stream is uneventful. Once there, I refill my water and wash, taking particular time with my injured ear. Then I travel uphill using the stream as a guide. At one point, I find boot prints in the mud along the bank. The careers have been here, but not for a while. The prints are deep because they were made in soft mud, but now they're nearly dry in the hot sun. I haven't been careful enough about my own tracks, counting on a light tread and the pine needles to conceal my prints. Now I strip off my boots and socks and go barefoot <laughs> up the bed of the stream. Mm-mm-mm. Dogs out in the arena. Mm-hmm. Who let the dogs out? Kenneth, willingly. She <laughs> yeah. wants trench foot. She wants... <laughs> Call back to trench foot. You're asking for it. You're dying for it. <laughs> Have you heard that? No. It's in a Mike's Mike video where he's, like, quoting some reality TV. You're asking for it. You're dying for it. Get off my back. It's oh. um Pooja from some sort of show. She's holding a broom and she's like Work. Yeah. Work. Okay. Work. We'll have to watch that clip. It's really good. It's oh, my no. friend's profile picture <laughs> for her contact. As it should be. Yeah. The cool water has an invigorating effect on my body, my spirits. I shoot two fish. I told you. Spear fishing. Hell yeah. Easy pickings in this slow moving stream and go ahead and eat one raw, even though I just had the <laughs> grisling. The second will save for Rue. <laughs> I, you know, I respect it. I'm imagining she didn't even skin it. She is. She's just crunching on scales. Yeah. That'd be great. Mm-hmm. Mm. Gotta get those omega threes. <laughs> Somehow. <laughs> Any, anyway. <laughs> Gradually, subtly, the ringing in my right ear diminishes until it's gone entirely. I find myself pawing at my left ear periodically, trying to clean away whatever <laughs> deadens its ability. Deadens is a crazy word. Yeah. Whatever deadens its ability to collect sounds. Pawing is like... <laughs> I'm also mentioning her every now and then just like... <laughs> <laughs> She's like, is it working yet? <laughs> it's like the other day when my headlight was out, my dad was like, did you try hitting it? And I was like... No. No, I didn't. I did not think of that. (laughs) That's funny. (laughs) Yeah. If there's improvement, it's undetectable. I can't adjust to deafness in the ear. It makes me feel off balance and defenseless to my left. Blind, even. My head begins turning to the injured side as my right ear tries to compensate for the wall of nothingness, where yesterday there was a constant flow of information. Katniss, instead of having lazy eye, has lazy ear. It's just... Just a turning. (laughs) And the Katniss... Oh, sorry. I'm sorry. What? What was that? She's just on swivel. She's oscillating. I get it. What? What do you mean I get it? You know what you... I'm thinking of a very specific stool at Trivia that always turns to the right. Okay. And you have to, like, hold the table or else you're like, yeah, this is like, oh, yeah, hey. Then you, like, put it back and you're like... 
And you have to hold the tape anyways. That's, oh. what, that's what I'm thinking of. I want that stool next time. No, you I'm don't. just going to let it go all the way around. <laughs> no. Gonna be You're resolving. just going to be turned away from us the whole time. <laughs> well, eventually I'll come back around. Okay, sure, sure. <laughs> the more time that passes, the less hopeful I am that this is an injury that will heal. When I reach the site of our first meeting, I feel certain it's been undisturbed. There's no sign of Rue, not on the ground or in the trees. This is odd. But I'm in the trees, I'm in the trees. Call back. Mm-hmm. Well, call forward. Yeah. Well, back. Call, yeah, call back. Yeah. Okay. My brain's hurting. <laughs> By now, she should have returned as it's midday. Undoubtedly, she spent the night in a tree somewhere. What else could she do with no light in the careers with their night vision glasses tromping around the woods? And that third fire she's supposed to set, although I forgot to check for it last night, was the farthest from our sight of all. She's probably just being cautious about making her way back. I wish she'd hurry, because I don't want to hang around here too long. Katniss. Yeah, Katniss is like, let's go. Let's go. Mm-hmm. I want to spend the afternoon traveling to higher ground, hunting as we go, but there's nothing really for me to do but wait. I wash the blood out of my jacket and hair and clean my ever-growing list of wounds. The burns are much better, but I use a bit of medicine on them anyway. The main thing to worry about now is keeping out infection. I go ahead and eat the second fish. It wasn't going to last long in this hot sun, but it it should be just as easy to spear a few more for Rue if she would just show up. That's metal. That's so metal to just eat a raw fish <laughs> in the woods. She's not even by the stream anymore. Candace has never heard of glamping. <laughs> She's got that lukewarm fish because it's like in the sun. <laughs> anyways, anyways, feeling too vulnerable on the ground with my lopsided hearing, I scale a tree to wait. If the careers show up, this will be a fine place to shoot them. Pause. From. No fucking shot. She can climb the tree. With her not being able to hear, she's like, I'm too vulnerable off balance. Yeah. But she, can, climb she can a do tree. anything. Climb she, a tree. She can do anything. Huh? It's like when she had a giant burn on her leg. It was like, I can't walk. And then she climbs 80 feet up a tree. <laughs> it's huh? true. True. Huh? She said, pain tolerance goes crazy. Put on one of those period zappers. <laughs> You'd have to turn it up to 100. She'd be like, I don't feel anything. Does she? Has she had her period? I guess. Like why 16, would that come? probably. She probably hasn't had her period because... Well, she's malnourished. Yeah. Yeah. So we solved it. Never yeah. mind. Yeah. The sun moves slowly. I do things to pass the time. Chew leaves and apply them to my stream. Nope. <laughs> I thought she's just chewing leaves to pass the time. <laughs> no reason. <laughs> Chew leaves and apply them to my stings that are deflated but still tender. Comb through my damp hair with my fingers and braid it. Lace my boots back up. Check over my bow and remaining nine arrows. Test my left ear repeatedly for signs of life by rustling a leaf near it, but without good results. Oh, okay. Just... I get that. That would feel awful. It's like when you have water in your ear and you're like, get out! Yeah. Yeah, I get it. Or I'm like, I would shove a Q-tip in all the way. Both ends in. (laughs) At once? Just straight in. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. Sure. Despite the grueling and the fish, my stomach's growling, and I know I'm going to have what we call a hollow day back in District 12. That's a day where no matter what you put in your belly, it's never enough. Having nothing to do but sit in a tree makes it worse, so I decided to give in to it. After all, I've lost a lot of weight in the arena. arena. <laughs> the arena. In the arena, I need some extra calories, and having the bow and arrows makes me far more confident about my future prospects. I slowly peel and eat a handful of nuts. My last cracker. The grueling neck. 
That's good because it takes time to pick clean. Finally, a gruesome wing and the bird is history. But it's a hollow day, and even with all that, I start daydreaming about food, particularly the decadent dishes served in the capital. The chicken in creamy orange sauce, the cakes and puddings, bread with butter, noodles and green sauce, the lamb and dried plum stew. I suck on a few mint leaves and tell myself to get over it. Mint <laughs> it reminds her of home. <laughs> yeah, she's like, oh, I miss my boiled mint water. <laughs> yeah. Mint is good because we drink mint tea after supper often, so it tricks my stomach into thinking eating time is over, sort of. I love that even in the arena, Sis is having thoughts of, like, I just need to eat. <laughs> I'm insatiable. I'm hungry. I'm insatiable. I think I have hollow hours every day during I, from every time I'm at work. It's yeah, hollow hours. I get it. I could eat endlessly at work. Yes. <laughs> There's something about time at work. I'm just like, yep, keep feeding. Yep. Again. <laughs> <We're all this laughs> again. Again. That's why it's dangerous when someone brings something to work because I'm like, I am just gonna eat it. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we have like the conference room and then we have the like employee room mm-hmm. and sometimes if I'm out in the regular part of the greenhouse I'll use the employee room to go to the bathroom they got snacks on snacks on snacks in there and I always have to just like <sighs> I don't see it I don't see it I do not see it yeah mm-hmm. those little butter or like butterscotch candies so good ten a so day good. I don't care. As you should. I mean, that's fine. They're Whatever. so good. Who cares? Splurge. I like something you can just be sucking on. Yeah. I'm having hollow hours. I need it. She, she's having hollow hours right now. <laughs> uh, dangling up in the tree with the sun warming me, a mouthful of mint, my bow and arrows at hand. This is the most relaxed I've been since I've entered the arena. If only Rue would show up and we could clear out. As the shadows grow, so does my restlessness. By late afternoon, I've resolved to go looking for her. I can at least visit the spot where she set the third fire and see if there are any clues to her whereabouts. Before I go, I scatter a few mint leaves around our old campfire. Since we gathered these some distance away, Rue will understand I've been here, while they'll mean nothing to the creers. In less than an hour, I'm at the place where we agreed to have the third fire, and I know something has gone amiss. The wood has been neatly arranged, expertly interspersed with tinder, but it has never been lit. Rue set up a fire but never made it back here. Somewhere between the second column of smoke I spied before I blew up the supplies and this point she ran into trouble. I have to remind myself that she's still alive. Or is she? Could the cannon shot announcing her death have come in the wee hours of the morning when even my good ear was too broken to pick it up? Will she appear in the sky tonight? No, I refuse to believe it. There could be a hundred other explanations. She could have lost her way run into a pack of predators or another tribute like Thrush and had to hide. Whatever happened, I'm almost certain that she's stuck out there somewhere between the second fire and the unlit one at my feet. Something is keeping her up in a tree. I think I'll go hunt it down. It's a relief to be doing something after sitting around all afternoon. I creep silently through the shadows, letting them conceal me, but nothing seems suspicious. There's no signs of any kind of struggle, no disruption of the needles on the ground. I've stopped for just a moment when I hear it. I have to cock my head around the side to make sure, but there it is again. Rue's four-note tune coming out from the Mockingjay's mouth, the one that means she's alright. I grin and move in the direction of the bird. Another, just a short distance ahead, picks up the handful of notes. Rue has been singing to them, and recently. Otherwise, they'd have taken up some other song. My eyes lift up into the trees, searching for a sign for her. I swallow and sing softly back, hoping she'll know it's safe to join me. Mockingjay repeats the melody to me, and that's when I hear the scream. 
it's a child's scream. A young girl's scream. There's no one in the arena capable of making the sound except Rue. And now I'm running, knowing that this may be a trap, knowing that the three careers may be poised to attack me, but I can't help myself. There's another high-pitched cry, and then this time my name. Katniss! Katniss! No! Rue! I shout back, so she knows I'm near. So they know I'm near. And hopefully the girl who has attacked them with tracker jackers and gotten an 11, they still can't explain, will be enough to pull their attention away from her. Rue, I'm coming. When I break into the clearing, she's on the ground, hopelessly entangled in a net. She just has time to reach her hand through the mesh, and I say my name before the spear enters her body. (laughs) (laughs) Why do bad things happen to good Rue? (laughs) She's just a baby. She's just a kid. This sucks. I remember reading this and my heart being like, <sighs> the spear. Oh, I can't do this. I can't do this. I don't even That's... have anything to say about this. I'm just sad. I'm just upset. <laughs> I'm just sad. I just um, the instructions for the next part of this podcast are: lay on your side, <laughs> hug your knees to your chest, <laughs> and just let it all out. <laughs> Cry in the fetal position. We're all doing it. Yeah, be sad. It's fine. Oh my god. So, hopefully this makes your week way better. Yeah. At least you're not caught in that being speared. They might be, though. I really hope you're not. (laughs) They might be listening to the podcast still. You know what? Thank you for listening. If you're currently caught in a net with a spear in your body. (laughs) Yeah, shout out. You're our realist fan. Yeah, maybe our top fan. (laughs) Literally nothing can stop you from listening to YYY2K. <laughs> and nothing should stop you from following us on Instagram. That would be at YYY2K pod. Yep. And if you'd like to see our Gorgina faces, you can see those on TikTok at YYY2K pod. We always be blankied up. We be chilling. Mm-hmm. Pets think, with us. You know, the pets, they love it. Mm-hmm. You can see a little parby. Yeah, a little parby. Well, anyway, um, <laughs> um, well, yeah. um, <laughs> uh, we'll talk to you next week. <laughs> yeah, have um, a great week. <laughs>